Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Back to Football podcast. That's the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. It's Thursday, the 21st of November, and it's like deja vu because I'm joined in the studio by not only John, by not only John and Levi, but John, Levi and Greg the Egg. Hello, boys. Welcome to the show. Hello, right, Daddy. Good. Um, yeah, I'm all. I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, a, deja vu's already been mentioned, but we are going to revisit a certain fight that happened uh, in <laughs> LA two weeks ago because there's been some updates. Um, but before we get into that, um, has everyone been watching or at least seen some of I'm a Celebrity? Yeah, yeah. In the last week, Greg, I saw uh, the episode of when, when they have the helmet on. And they get all the okay. animals thrown in, and yeah. they have to get the key out. That's grim. I think that's the worst one. But I saw could, that episode. Could you do that, Levi? I felt really, really. Well, my phobia is like mice and rats. So when Haskell was there <laughs> with um, all of them running around his face, I was like, "Oh my god!" It's I would, spiders. I would not be able to do that. Everything yeah. else is fine, I reckon. But spiders no, for me. They're rats. furry, and like, yeah, oh, the rats were alright. There's only like three of them. There's about twenty-five of the spiders. Yeah, yeah. I thought that Jacqueline. She did, did well. well she yeah. did well. Like she considering she, it. she said, "Oh, you know, was it spiders?" Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She said, spiders are my worst fear, and all of a sudden we're gonna drop like fifty spiders in yeah. in in with yeah. your. Yeah. In I, I think I'd just faint. Yeah, <laughs> I just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gillian, Gillian McKeith, wasn't it? Yeah, she did yeah. That a couple yeah. of years ago, yeah. Yeah. pretended to faint. <laughs> um, Haskell, what a unit. And he's, he's, built, he's, he's built like Dan Bilzerian or yeah. a shit house. He's huge. Yeah. Who was it that ran into him and just like went for Oh, him? yeah, that was um, <laughs> the DM. The, Kate the Garrow. Kate Garrow. Yeah. yeah, that was the funniest thing I've seen. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's going to waste away in that jungle. Yeah, yeah really is, Well, yeah. he will. Yeah. So, what's, what's your thoughts on? So, he's taking, he said that he's taking UFC seriously or like. Uh, MMA what he's going to get into I don't know what division would he even go into it, it's some sort of British MMA thing he'd probably end up joining like he'd probably join in the first instance the same MMA brand that uh, Aaron Chalmers is okay. with so I can't remember exactly the name of it but they um, obviously have shows quite regularly on Channel 5 Yeah. Um, so in the first instance he'll join that which is why I know last year I said it seemed like a strange decision for him to go on I'm a celeb but um it's starting to make a little bit more sense in, in terms of exposure, yeah, um, yeah. money, uh, and they all fit in together essentially because the more exposure he gets on a celebrity, the more his profile will be raised as an MMA fighter. He gets to talk about his MMA um, fighting career and then he goes straight out of the jungle, straight back into MMA mm. with a decent following um, and enough interest uh, for his first couple of fights. And I guess in a fight game, that's what you need. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess he's got it right. Um, yeah, proving you wrong there. Yeah, I, mean, you're I, right. I was wrong last week. I, was yeah. wrong. I need some time to think about it. <laughs> he said, uh, I think in the the first episode that he was he was basically to maintain that physique. He was on four thousand calories a day. Yeah, I think obviously it differs if they get the stars and all that, and they get the the better meal in the evening, but. When they're on that rice and beans, that that can't be more than a thousand. Nah, can't be more no than a thousand calories no in, in, no, in yeah. what they're eating there. Yeah. Six or seven hundred of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Even with a crocodile's foot in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Ian Wright will turn you down for that, yeah. for that extra crocodile's I'm foot. Sorry for me. If I was that hungry and I'm in the middle of a jungle, there's got to be some animals around that I can hunt myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did wonder about that, like whether they're they're you know a foraging kind of yeah. element to it, um, but they must be. Not allowed, they must surely. be just told, yeah, you're yeah. not allowed to do it. 
Um, I think that I've read more about they're in a very enclosed part of the jungle. It's not the jungle that well, it's, it's about. It's a, it's a studio. It's a set. Yeah, yeah, it's very much a set. Like that Komodo dragon that came in the other day, that would have been sent in and then quite quickly <laughs> just taken Ooh. back out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's quite as um, Lord of the Flies as we'd hope. Really. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess that's where, like, if you watch um, Bear Grylls, Ooh, the, right. the, the those kind of ones, that that is like you're in it. Yeah, yeah. And they're drinking seawater and stuff, Ooh, and, yeah, and getting exactly. airlifted to uh, to the nearest hospital. So yeah, I don't I don't think yeah the stakes are, are as high as that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly it's it's still I think it's the hunger thing. Like yeah. you said, you you missed it. You did miss the bit with Ian Wright last night. Where yeah, I fell asleep, but yeah. I, 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 I do want to see it. But yeah, people's like when you're hungry, people are just angry. Ooh, I yeah. just get like it's very short, and uh, yeah. yeah. So I do, I do sympathise with them, um, even when they get all those stars. Do you remember back in the day when they'd get like ten stars and they would get like fillet steak fish, and yeah. um, fish and chips like loaded yeah. into the camp? Like what do they get now. Now they like so last night they got crocodile feet. That was, that was ten stars. <laughs> that was ten stars. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they got like a possum the other day. Yeah, yeah just like yeah. red meat, just yeah. skin possum. Yeah. 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 So they give them they give them pretty uh, pretty ropey meals, um, yeah. even when they do get get all the stars. But wow. I guess they get if you're getting paid five hundred k like uh, yeah. like, uh Caitlyn Jenner, then you know what? Can't argue. If I'm getting paid five hundred k for three weeks, give me whatever you want me to eat. I'll just eat it. Yeah. Five hundred k is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, mate. Turkey money. testicles going. <laughs> Give yeah. me all the turkey testicles you want. <laughs> no, right. con- no contact. Me to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about uh, Logan K. So I, I I this morning listened to to Logan's uh, podcast in which he said he's actually appealing with like the California state of California Sporting Commission uh, the two point deduction and he. Right, one point that he made, just to uh, get this in there before before we probably go against <laughs> him appealing this, but Mike Tyson in the twelve round fight against Evander Holyfield when he bit off his ear, yeah, had a two point deduction in a twelve round fight, yeah. and Logan got a two point deduction in a six round fight against KSI, and apparently it hadn't a two point deduction hadn't happened for ten years or yeah, something, yeah. Um, so thoughts on on that logic? Whether a two two point still seems quite quite heavy, in, yeah, I think in, Levi, given the circumstances. I think Levi pointed it out on the last our last pod. He did two things. It's yeah, not like yeah, he did one thing. He did two things. So, I mean, it's not like Mike Tyson bit the other ear. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he bit one ear. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and it was it's obviously serious. That's why it was two points. But like, he, yeah, like, and as well, just to clarify as well, which wasn't which in the first instance wasn't clear. The ref still scored the knockdown, mm. which is why it, it turned out to be it turned out to be an eight an eight eight, eight. round. Um, so he scored the knockdown because, <clears throat> in actual fact, if he didn't score the knockdown, then maybe there'd be more grounds for it. But he scored the knockdown in the first instance. But again, there's two incidents there. You can't hold the back of someone's head, then deliver an uppercut because that's the that. If you look at the fight, that's the uppercut that sends mm. him down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then hit him on the back of the head. So two bits of unsportsmanlike conduct, and I just think his inexperience cost him. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to take, obviously, losing and losing in that manner, especially if it is something that you could have avoided. And quite frankly, it is something that you could have avoided because he delivers that first uppercut. KSI stunned. If he if he boxes well. He's got so much more of that round just to get him out of there. 
and he would get he would have got him out of there that, that round. Yeah. Had he have just stuck to the rules. Mm. And I think uh, I watched KSI's video and KSI said um after he after he done what he done, he said the first he admitted that the first punch hurt him. Um but you can't do those two subsequent things. And KSI said he had five minutes to recover. Mm. But he only took one minute. And he said the reason why he only took one minute is because if he took the whole five minutes, that's five minutes of him recovering. But that's yeah. also five minutes of Logan recovering. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um and if KSI said turn around and said oh, I can't continue because of that, yeah. Logan gets disqualified. Yeah, 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 he gets mm. disqualified. So look at those variables in there. KSI could have said, "Oh, I can't continue." He just delivered an illegal uppercut and then hit me on the back of the head um, while I was already down. I can't continue. No, That's no. a disqualification. KSI wins the fight, and Logan still loses. So yeah. you've you got to look quite lucky. You got to look at it from that perspective. Two points and a no- and a knockdown scored. Yeah. KSI didn't gain anything. But yeah. neither did he. So, yeah. well, he, is that, is that fair? He, he, in a way, he kind of did because he gained the opportunity to carry on, carry on and, and actually potentially yeah. capitalize on that illegal yeah. uppercut yeah. and a knock to the back of the head. It's not it's not KSI's fault that he did it. Definitely, that's why you should take this loss and those two points as oh, okay. I got away with that really because mm. he's not walked away. If he'd have been disqualified, he'd have been a bigger meme and a bigger joke than he is. Mm. But walking away from it, he put on a good fight. He got disqualified those two, yeah. but you come away for it. I watched the um, video that Logan put up after the fight, the twenty-minute video, and it starts off really promising. He starts off, it starts <laughs> off him and his mates uh, roasting him, saying all of this and all that. I'm watching it, thinking, oh, okay, actually, you're taking this pretty well. Mm. He's like, yeah, I lost. That's fine. Took, took the L um, for the first ten minutes. He's, he's doing all of this. Then, at, like at the eleven or twelve-minute mark, he says. Right, okay, I haven't planned what I'm going to say in this bit. I'm just going to say it from the heart. I've asked my videographer to leave the room. I'm fine with the loss because I don't feel like I lost. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine, that's fine. You fought well, whatever. And he goes, I am going to contest the commission because I don't think those should have been taken off. The last time, as you said, Dan, the last time a two-point deduction was done was Mike Tyson when he bit the ear off. And then I'm slowly losing my interest and thinking, right, you're just being really petty and really yeah. a sore loser, to be honest. Um, it, it's just really bad sportsmanship, really, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if, so let's, uh, hypothetical situation here, the California uh, Commission turn around and, and say, yeah, it was a, it should have only been a one point deduction uh, and the fight is, is deemed a draw. <sighs> Uh, what yeah. happens? What I mean, they I don't remember up. the scores. Just, was, yeah. that, was it that close? Was it one point in it? I think if, the two judges. I think if it becomes a one point deduction, I think it it would end a draw. Really? Yeah. Cool. Because because yeah, it was because split. it would swing on all three yeah. scores. Um, really interesting point as well. KSR raised in um, his video. There was one judge that um, scored the first round in Logan Paul's favour. Mm. Um, just one and it was that same judge that at the end um, picked Logan which is what made it a split decision result if that judge had put the first round as a um, as a a 10-9 round which is what the other two judges had done in KSI's favour then it would have been the unanimous decision result right Mm. yeah because I'm looking at the scorecard now and the first judge scored it 56-55 to KSI second was 57 to 54 KSI and the third was 55 56 to Logan Paul hmm. so make that what you will yeah so <laughs> so you could add a point on basically to each of 
Logan's rounds and then yes well you would give him yes yeah exactly uh, so it would have been draw majority draw yeah but yeah so you know let's say it was deemed to be a draw do they fight again or do they just they leave it. I think they leave it. There'd have been a fight. There'd have been another fight. Yeah. 100%. 100 yeah. million percent. And also, if 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 it is, you know, if this thing is uh, put back to a one point thing and that, you know, California uh, Boxing Commission or whatever say that's their decision, is that going to be accepted like universally? No, <coughs> no like, one will be happy with and it. And most people are going to still be like, okay, so I won that fight and yeah. just leave it there. Like, the only thing I'd say is it'd make more of a joke of the boxing commission itself yeah. and the boxing community if they were able to kick up this much of a, fun, yeah. a fuss, start appealing decisions and overturning decisions so they didn't have a Logan Paul KSI 3. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. But if I'm honest, um, Logan Paul KSI 1 and Logan Paul KSI 2 is enough for me. I, yeah. can't, I can't be asked for a free. Yeah. yeah, I don't think many people can. Yeah. I was saying on the podcast, uh, my podcast earlier this week, that with that 14 week, fourteen months that they had and all of this, oh, there's going to be knockdowns, going to be all of this. The, the, amount, the, the quality in the second fight was nowhere near what we thought it would be. If it was, if after that 14 months we went into it and they were actually fighting a lot better, then potentially, I think a lot yeah. of the YouTube community would be like, yeah, all right, I'd see them a third time. They've yeah. actually improved. Let's see what they can do again. The fact that you've got KSI windmilling, yeah. Logan Paul just jabbing, exactly the same as the first fight. Apparently really. only threw uh, three or four right hands. Really? <laughs> In the whole yeah, thing. it doesn't surprise me. Right, so his, his obviously his jab on his left, and, and yeah. yeah, he only threw his yeah. right hand three times. And he said because he was scared that because every time he did throw it... He sneezed. It, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time he did throw it, that was when KSI went into the, the sort of windmill mode. So yeah. he that, that put him off, which yeah. is probably a great game plan on, on the KSI side of things. Mm-hmm. That, you know, he, he was just, you know, aggressively attacking yeah. that, that, uh, that hook and that uppercut. Um, but yeah, it's, inter- it's, it's an interesting listen um, on his podcast. And... I can see, you know, it would have been better for everyone, I think, if there had been a, a knockdown by either fighter because we have been left in this this situation where it's not, in my at least in my opinion, I still don't think it's conclusive. Like, no, I don't think, say it. I think the same... <laughs> what's that? Don't say it, then it's real. <laughs> yeah. I think the same decisions in a 12-round fight wouldn't, wouldn't, have been, wouldn't have been made. I don't see why it wasn't a twelve round fight. Those boys could have gone. Yeah, yeah. this is another point that they really could have gone twelve. They came up, or at least uh, I don't know whether there's you know integers between twelve and six. um, That must be eight or something. Maybe is that people can. Yeah, there are ten round fights. Yeah, ten rounds. Yeah, I don't see why not. They look like they had a couple. They had a bit more stamina in them. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. I mean, put it this way: if someone said to me that I could have tickets tomorrow for KSI Logan Paul three. At Wembley, in front of a huge crowd, Are you there? I'd yeah? take it. Yeah, I'd take yeah. them. So, I, I wouldn't be against. <laughs> I don't think anyone in this room would say no. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Right. So, I think ruling out like a, yeah. a third fight is probably, yeah, it's probably not something I would do at this point. But I don't think KSI would. He doesn't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly I don't think he needs yeah. to either. No, yeah, exactly. like, but he's ruled it out. I'm sure. I tell you what, I think KSI at the end of the fight was like, right, I kind of bear thank my lucky stars a little bit because I've won this fight now. Do I need to fight Logan again? 
No, because I think he understands that Logan is a challenger. On his on Logan's day, I reckon Logan could be KSI. Yeah, he's a bit quite easy, and I think KSI knows that. And Ooh. I think and I got I got that from him at the end of the fight when they were like, "Do you want to fight again?" He was like, "No, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to take I'm going to take my win." And, it's over. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, go. KSI's got enough going on. He's got uh, obviously the sidemen stuff going on. He's got his music career yeah. that he wants to take off. I think he's fine, really. Yeah. And Logan as well. He's got the podcast that's doing quite well. We will go back into doing his. Japan yeah. vlogs, I suppose, at some point, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But KSI broke into the UK top 10. Yeah, that's insane. Have you heard his song? Yeah, with, like Rick, with Rick, Rick Ross. Ross. Oh, oh, really? yeah, I, think that, I think that's mad. You know, he had to pay um, 150 grand to get Rick Ross on his song. Well, yeah, two right. Rick Ross is an es- Rick. established rapper. And KSI is, to many, a wannabe rapper. But that's... Yeah. Just a YouTuber. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 11 million is what I'm hearing they got for that fight. Really? Yeah, minimum. That's the thing. Million. If someone comes forward and says, you can do it, you can do it again for 15 or 20, it, they, it gets to that stage. And, and I think that's a lot of the time with, with boxers in general is, you know, it's, it's about what their desire is and how much they actually want to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether that's, you know, not a lot. But how much they're actually offered, yeah. what the what the monetary kind of reward is for that, and I mean, you know, would any any young at the end of the day, KSI and Logan are both businessmen, mm. really. At the heart of it all, they're 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 out to make money, and they've they've been at the front of this this online digital revolution, Ooh. and they they happen to be in there at the beginning of it all, at the at the sort of the birth of it all, yeah. and they're multi multi millionaires. Um, through you know like 20 20 25 years ago neither of them probably would have had any fame Mm, Uh, but they happened to you know they were smart enough to get on something and i just think you know what probably is a full year or two years worth of like hard youtube grind um they can probably make that in in six months of whatever training and and fighting is but um i don't know i don't know where if i could go back What's that? If I could go back twelve years, I'll make a YouTube channel. Yeah, I'll make a YouTube channel. I'll make a YouTube channel and just screaming at my telly and opening packs. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. FIFA has just made millionaires, and it's mad. It's mad to think how something so simple, I guess, or something that seems like an everyday thing to people, has made them multi-millionaires. Even things like fate, like Phase Clown and stuff. Like I remember when that, like back in the Modern Warfare 2 and, and Modern Warfare and stuff and you'd always see FaZe and it, it was a it was a it was a thing but mm. those guys are like you know like tens 20 millionaires oh yeah um, easy that have come out of that so yeah there's the, I mean yeah that's a whole other thing esports and stuff is oh, yeah. esports and, and YouTube is 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 uh, profitable uh, <laughs> industry to be in um, let's go back to football because there's obviously a huge story this week it broke on Wednesday no what what day was Tuesday? Tuesday Tuesday so yeah almost it all a, happened within about at the end hours. pretty yeah. much at the end of the uh, international um, uh, round of, of fixtures um, Daniel Levy makes a statement uh, Maurizio Pochettino is no longer Spurs manager. Yeah. What are your um, thoughts on that initially? So yeah, let's let's talk about Poch. 
yeah. let's keep it potch for a little bit but um, you Greg you're the you're yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> you're the Spurs fan in the room uh, you know what okay so potch yeah I love him but it probably was the right decision uh, to be honest he's, he's done great I think that in the modern game I think the, the general lifespan for a manager is probably about three or four seasons now mm. and he'd been with us for five and a half years got us to great heights but you have to look at how he's doing now you know yes he got us to the Champions League final with spending less than Lincoln City I think it was yeah. we didn't win it I know the game was sort of dead after like two minutes but we didn't win and we're what we're, we're 12th with 14 points yeah, lower I think if 14th, 14th or yeah. something like that. Is you, it your home form or away form, which is away the worst is horrendous? Yeah, yeah away. away form, I think yeah. in the calendar year we've lost about like 19 away games or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And yeah, of course he can't carry on like that. I, it's a shame that you know we got Mourinho in so quickly. That to me sounds like over the last couple of weeks Levi's been talking with Mourinho and yeah. getting a deal well there's reports of him being in London wasn't there <laughs> right so, there which, you go was, <laughs> um, not Arsenal he was obviously yeah so that's a little bit sad that talks. they've gone behind Poch's back mm. and done all of this dealing it is a shame but it's the natural cycle Poch will be fine Tottenham will be fine I'm excited Yeah, I'm excited for the future I think this could be great I think my main worry was right okay we're going to get another passive manager in going to come in and say oh these boys are fantastic all of this nothing's going to happen Mourinho is something different to what we've had in the past he's mm. going to come in and be like right you're playing for us or you're not that's mm. fine mm. and I'm looking forward to that because we've got too many players that are around for the ride you know Ericsson uh, Vertonghen all the way around they all want to go mm. I think Joe's any other manager would be like oh no come on like, we'll play. or play them every week they'll play half the attitude that they have Mourinho, he freezes players out. You look at Juan Mata, yeah. um, talented player, he throws them out. Didn't like the attitude, didn't like yeah. him. I think he'll do the same with Ericsson. He'll do the same with these players. And yeah. Great. I yeah. only want players that want to play for the shirt, really. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Levi, what's your thoughts? I'd say, I, I agree with Greg, but I think there's something that was happening behind the scenes. Uh, there, might, there had to have been. I don't think you can go from taking a team to the Champions League final to this almost complete capitulation almost that's what's happened with Spurs to be challenging for top four to be in 14th in the league yeah. is uh, is a joke really um, Pochettino is a really good manager and as he said the Premier League clubs do have um, almost a lifespan with managers um, and I think there came a time now for Spurs where he'd almost lost the dressing room yeah I agree um, players were unsettled um, and something had to change. Um, initially, I thought, what are they doing? Mm. I thought, oh my God, they've got this completely wrong. Um, but again, upon reflection, have they really got it wrong? Because you can live off almost former glory. Last season is last season. That's what we've got to remember. Yeah. Um, and you have to look at it on the basis of this season. And in this season, is he performing? No. So can you live off former glory and be like, oh, you got to the Champions League final last year? We'll just stick with him. Um, I think you do more damage if you just uh, look at that um, as opposed to saying, right, we've got to take action now. Changes to avoid this almost car crash season, yeah. which it could turn into. Mm. Yeah, I just think it shows a sign of the times. Um, like, I think the reason why like 
your Moises and your Wengers were able to do it if they fell off a bit is because everyone else the level was so low Right. whereas okay a bad season for Arsenal after say winning the league or, or getting to a Champions League final was fourth mm. and then maybe being in, in the title race for a small period now because of the level you've got Leicester Crystal Palace Wolves whatever you're dropping down to 14th yeah. and then it's kind of like we can't have that Like I think if, if it was still that sort of Distance, I think he might have survived if he was like fourth now or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for, to be 14th after getting to the Champions League um, yeah. final, yeah, yeah this, it's kind of the gone. funny. The the interesting thing is they're actually only three points away from being fifth. Um, but it mm. just so happens that the way, where the international break Ooh. has fallen is actually given Levy the perfect opportunity to to edge Potch out because. You know, let's say they picked up one more win in uh, in that first is, yeah. little quarter of the season, they'd be in fifth, mm. and there would be. I think people would be turning around and going, "How can you sack Pochettino? He got you to the Champions League final last year, and you're fifth in the league this year." But there'd be a genuine argument there for what the what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like, mm. how how are you getting rid of him? Whereas the fact that the way it's fallen with with points, they just happen to be in like nine places lower yeah. than that but only three points mm. less yeah um and you know if you say yeah spurs are 14th it that's a, that's a real like mm. shock value kind of thing to be able to say um but it is this it's this perfect opportunity of actually uh, you know Mourinho coming in being less and uh, in my opinion one of the best managers of of the last 20 years yeah. um, you put kind of your Fergusons and Del Bosques and Wengers and people like that aside Mourinho has got to be you know one of the, the best of the rest and he's proven that he's 25 major trophies uh, Champions League with two different teams three Premier League titles with Chelsea um, and someone whose life is very grounded and rooted within you know the, the, the confines of the M25 so he wants he wants that London job. Yeah, definitely. he's never going to take. You know, he's not going to take a uh, anything lower than Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs. He can't go back to Chelsea the way things have ended. It, he's he's always been sort of so negative about Arsenal, a specialist in failure and all that about a Wenger in his time. I don't think he fits with Arsenal. He's had fallouts with people like Özil when he was at Real Madrid, um, and Spurs have that. You know that underdog mentality that he actually loves in yeah. his teams. Oh, definitely. He loves to be able to to make his players feel like everyone else is out to get them. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you know he had success with it. That went that great Inter Milan team that he had. That was built upon like we are the underdogs and no one expects us to be good. But actually, you look at the team he had there, and he had Etu and Ibra was there, wasn't he? That that year, and uh, Diego Melito had like season of his life and. Lucio, I think, was still there. Yeah, Balotelli coming through. Yeah, yeah Balotelli yeah. coming through. Um, and I think, I think the situation when you actually really kind of look at it, it's got it's got Mourinho all over it. And I yeah. think, I think, you know, wh- whether he can achieve any any success this year, and whether John, as an Arsenal fan, would uh, <laughs> <laughs> is hoping that it, Mate, it doesn't it doesn't turn out. Go, I'm yeah. actually worried, as an, and I think Arsenal supporters probably are worried because they know he's a serial winner. Like, yeah, yeah. I think you've gone from, just by having Mourinho, and I know like there was a little bit of negativity last year, but last week uh, when we spoke, or when we had the last podcast, but that was more in relation to Arsenal. 
Well, I think Tottenham's squad is actually really good. And you've gone from kind of, I think, being like, ah, they're going to flop, they're going to spurs it up, as, yeah, as they yeah, say, exactly. to actually, I'm actually thinking, they'll probably, they're probably going to win the FA Cup or something. I'd love that. Or, yeah. or, the, or, the, or the, what do they call it now? Carabao Cup? Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Because what, what did Pochettino win? Nothing. Did, exactly. Oh, Audi Cup. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get, get that Audi Cup in. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I now genuinely, genuinely are like, oh, it's just another team in front of Arsenal now because I know that Mourinho will get them firing at least for the next two and a half years. It won't necessarily be pretty football. I'm looking forward to absolute shit housery one 0 wins against. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is that you you want to be the team that everyone hates. If you're not hated, you're doing something wrong. You've seen it with Man United yeah. and Liverpool. And Liverpool, yeah. Exactly. If you're, if I remember growing up and United, everyone hated them because they were fucking winning everything. Mm. Nowadays, it's like, oh, United, they're doing their own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You want to be that <laughs> shit house team, grinding out one nil wins and getting to a cup final and winning. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm in for it. I'm, yeah. I'm in and that's what I was time. saying. I would take it because yeah. I'd know that. I know. I would know that's what Rio does, even if it was just for two years. Right. At Arsenal. We would have probably won the FA Cup, the Cairo Cup, and maybe got to a semi-final and then been in the top four. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that minimum. Mourinho will get that minimum. I think at Spurs. I think I think they're going to finish in the top four now. Definitely. I think they'll. I think they'll get up there. I think he he will have that instant effect. It will just be um, the sort of personnel that he has and br- brings in and the guys that are still there over the next couple of years. How he manages that will determine how long he's there for. Hmm. Um, but initially. I think they're going to be yeah, a big force, mate. Proper what force. will be interesting for me is if he can um, potentially flip the script with Ericsson. Mm. I think Ericsson's a really important player for Spurs and the way they play. Um, and if he can flip that script and almost get the whole team behind him, then I think Spurs will be on something really, really interesting. They yeah. shouldn't be underachieving. They've got a brand new stadium. Yeah. Uh, Training complex is unreal. Really, and yeah. uh, they amazing. should be having, they've just come off the Champions League final, they should be having the time of their lives. Yeah, and I think Mourinho is going to be that added variable that that changes that. But even that being said, I've been hearing mumbles and grumbles that there will be a mass exodus. Almost there will be players leaving. Yeah, quite high, high profile players leaving. So yeah. <clears throat> I spoke to a Spur- oh, one of my mates who's a Spurs fan, um, and his worry is the likes of Ali, Son, Eriksson, no. Mike, 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 nowhere, no, nowhere. Well, now Mourinho's there, no chance. Son's not leaving, Kane's not leaving, Ali not Kane won't be leaving, I, I don't yeah, think, but he'll, he'll stay put. Um, but I think it says something. You get rid of a manager um, after he's been complaining for two, three seasons about money, spending, uh, doing it on the bare minimum. If Tottenham win the Champions League, then what else has he got to do? Um, and you're going to now have to back a manager who likes spending money. I love that. He loves spending money, he loves spending big, and if he doesn't get what he wants, then Mourinho will become one of the top, most toxic managers um, to have in a dressing room. So Daniel Levy is going to have to back Mourinho, and he'll have to back Mourinho big in his first transfer window. January's around the corner. I think the, he will. The, the transfer window coming, so who will Spurs recruit, who will they get in, and how will that then affect the league? I'm seeing Dybala in Spurs shot. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I see that as well. <sighs> I'm, I'm not. I, I, just, I think Dybala's too much of a, a luxury player. I don't think he's a Mourinho-type player. Like he's, not, he's, got, he's got a bit of bite about him, but he's not the sort of guy that can actually... Can, he can't run a game. He can't dominate physically. Um, he's very much... Uh, you know, He's someone that needs to play with 
Matweedy and uh, you know other he needs other physical players around him. Um, the ball will flop in Premier League. Yeah, do you reckon? I agree. Yeah, he's he, not he, that kind he, of player. He'll just be he'll just be one of those he'll be one another one of those players that we build him up to be something massive. But right before he gets here, he gets here, he does a couple of amazing things in yeah, a few Eric games. The Di Maria, 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 Maria at Man United, it would be like that. Yeah, and Who? then Di Maria, Maria when he United. played for United. And eventually he'll fizzle out and he'll go back to Ooh. a country where the league's slightly easier. Yeah. yeah. Di if he wants to be, I don't know, recognised as still one of the standout players in the world, he can go somewhere like Spain and he can probably cut in Spain. I think, I think Bruno Fernandes will be the, the player that you end up getting. The, the first, the marquee that. signing that I think he'll want is Bruno Fernandes because he, he's everything you want from a, a midfielder mm-hmm. um, he, he's box to box he's defensively very good he's got that Jorginho type kind of quarterback thing he can do his finishing's ridiculous I think he scored against Luxembourg uh, he scored the opening goal against uh, Luxembourg for Portugal uh, this week the game where Ronaldo got his, his 99th uh, international goal um, sweatiest goal you'll ever see in your life <laughs> like, it was literally like it's called Ramsey it was a Ramsey yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah Bruno Fernandes I think he got like 20 20 goals or something last year in, in uh, La Liga yeah or Liga Nos or whatever it's called oh, in right. Portugal Liga Nos, yeah. Um, but yeah I, th- I think Bruno Fernandes will be who he's after um, he's obviously got a bit of um, bit of competition for for Portuguese players with with Nuno uh, and Wolves and the little like uh, yeah. racket that they've got on, <laughs> yeah. got going on there. But whether Wolves sort of become maybe a little bit of a feeder club yeah, I think, yeah, for I uh, for Spurs as we going because all all great Mourinho teams, at least the the great Mourinho teams at Chelsea, um, had sort of in the early days there was a Portuguese backbone to it wasn't there with you know, Paolo Ferreira Ricardo Cavallio mm. uh, Deco was there for a bit like Thiago mm. he's always I don't know whether that's an early days career kind of thing because I wouldn't say his, his United team did he no. have many Portuguese no, players that he so. brought in so that might be as as you manage more in the Premier League and get, and get his English gets better does he do they phase out having Portuguese players I tell you what, you you'll see you'll see some interesting players start cropping up in the Spurs shirt. He has that nostalgia almost element. He likes bringing his um, old players through to um, the new clubs he manages. So it'll be interesting to see what Premier League players start jumping ship um, and yeah. joining him uh, at Spurs because he done it at United. He brought what, Matic along with him, just ran, randomly. So um, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. Who, yeah. who he brings over from one of his past teams because he, lo- he loves doing that. Yeah. And I, I don't think this time's going to be any different. Lin- Lindelof is one player that's Ooh. really backed him recently. I think he had an interview t- two weeks ago before all this Spurs stuff was out. But Lindelof said that you know he really missed playing with uh, Mourinho so or haven't been managed by Mourinho. Mm. So maybe uh, you've got... If Vertonghen's out, if, if Vertonghen's Lindelof, out, yeah, Lindelof yeah. in, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm sure we're going we're gonna to see it all play out. And... This weekend, West Ham uh, versus Spurs is, is the twelve thirty game on Saturday. So, all eyes on that. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, Score predictions: four one Spurs. Four four one Spurs. Yeah. Do you know what? I really hope that he gives Sessegnon a go. That's that's my only wish yeah, for Mourinho is that is that Sess gets some game time, mm. and uh, I'm sure you know that's going to be those early training sessions. Mm. Mourinho is going to get a vibe for who who's good um, and who's who's part of his plans, and I'm sure he's probably already got a very good idea of who's out the door yeah. uh, at the end of the season or in January. I'd be really worried about Deli Ali leaving. 
Yeah. I'm not I'm really worried. worried. I'm not worried. Do you, I don't I don't I don't know if he has the right attitude. No, not at all. A couple of seasons ago, but now I, I just don't. Well, see I him. think it's manager. I think Mourinho will. I, I guarantee you, he starts to play now. I also, I think his dip as well is probably been a good thing for <laughs> for Spurs because he is a. I think he's a top quality player. Yeah. But I don't think he's put himself in the in the sort of transfer window for anyone else to say. Yeah, very going to get him. So I think you've got a good player there that just needs unlocking again and just yeah. needs reinvigorating. Yeah. And I think Mourinho can do that. I wouldn't be surprised if he yeah. turns him because look at that Lampard. Lampard was okay. And then Mourinho, t- he, he, said, yeah. he said to him, didn't he? He said That's to him, right. I'm going to turn you into a world-class player, and he did. Yeah. I can see a similar sort of thing happening. With yeah, Dele, like, there was big parallels between Delhi's game and when he first broke into the England setup mm. and, and Spurs. <clears throat> I mean, he was at uh, Milton MK Keynes. Yeah. Yeah. But there was there was similar uh, sort of things to, to Lampard's career at that point. Mm. But he has. He's lost, he's lost interest in mm. the last six months, at least, maybe a year. Um, but can can you imagine him anywhere else? Where else know. would he play in the Premier League? What, yeah. What's his? Is 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 he a player that has to be managed? Then that's probably the I question. So, so yeah. you I know, think. you put him in the Liverpool team under under Klopp. I think he plays well. I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't take him. No, no. he's a Spurs player. I, I wouldn't take him. I, I don't. I wouldn't want him. He had a chance. What would you anyway. pay for him? What would What would be the price tag on him? Million? Fifty. Fifty. Yeah, probably some, like yeah, around about that. Mm. You know what? Even if Mourinho managed to get the best out of him, I'm all for it because then we'll have a class player, a class player going into the Euros, Euros and uh, that'll be a massive, massive bonus. Just a player that can just create that spark, that little bit of creativity in the middle. So if Mourinho can get the best out of him and all the England boys can get him through safe um, and well to the Euros, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, to think that like a massive, massive chunk of that England team now is managed week to week by Klopp. Pep Guardiola yeah. and Jose Mourinho <laughs> yeah. is insane. That's like incredible. You know, yeah, those are those are three fucking superstars Pedigree, of, of yeah. management. Um, and then you slip down, you slip down to Michael Keane, and he's managed by Michael Silver. <laughs> 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 yeah. Michael Keane again. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, uh, we'll end episode twenty-four of the Back to Football podcast. Uh, it's been good. It's been nice. It's been. Fairly brief, uh, but we'll be back again next week with another show. Uh, Greg, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. What's, uh, just plug your podcast for... Uh, oh, yeah, so The Men's Room, uh, we're on Instagram, at Real Men's Room. We've just hit 100 followers. We're quite happy about that. Uh, episodes every Thursday, The Men's Room podcast. Check it out. Nice. Levi, anything to plug? <laughs> your own I'll plug myself. I'll plug myself. Yeah, no, just um, I've been enjoying my time on the show, so, so yeah. Well, yeah. We've got uh, Wilder, Wilder and yeah, Quick Teams of the Weekend. So What's your prediction next Wednesday? Two second prediction. Two second prediction, Wilder knockout. Yeah, right. same, round three or four. All right, sweet. All right, and as always, John, thanks uh, for joining us. So yeah, we'll be back